Well, hello there, everyone. This is a slightly different thing than what you were probably expecting. We're actually going to start this month off with our guest episode first and then have our retrospective come a little bit later in the month. So definitely stay tuned. But we're very excited about this episode. So you're in for a good time and we'll see you later in the month. Bye. Bye. All right, welcome back to another episode of Anyways Back to the Godfather. It's time for a guest episode. Beep, 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 beep. We still haven't decided what our like official sound effect will be, but it is our first male guest. Oh my gosh, you're right! What a precedent has <laughs> been set. What a special guest. <laughs> and this is my brother Andrew. It's an honor to be here. Oh my gosh, Andrew is one of the guests that I wanted on our podcast since the very beginning, <laughs> and it's taken us this long to convince him to come on. We're so happy he's here. Obviously, we introduce our guest, Lauren. You've known Andrew much longer than I have. Yes, I've known Andrew for almost 18 years. What's the age difference? Because your line is the oldest and Andrew's the youngest. I think I was eight when Andrew... Because I got baptized the month... On the home video... Or I'm a baby, you're writing in your journal about your baptism. Um, <laughs> where is this video? I have to see it. That's okay, we can watch it so after. <laughs> I have been privy to many a Monson family video, and they're delightful. I heard a lot about you, Andrew, before I ever actually met you. Living with Lauren, I heard many wonderful stories. And I always wanted to meet you, just because she made you sound so great. <laughs> and you are great. <laughs> it sounded like I was a setup for. And it's disappointing in real life. <laughs> Not as great as she says. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure I, like, saw you at some point, but I feel like the first time I kind of hung out was at Lauren's bang birthday party. So where you were bartending extraordinaire <laughs> and I don't know what your uh, sponsor story is so I'm going to stop there but uh, you are always providing laughs either in person or stories that I get to hear later so <laughs> texts that have Andrew's quotes in <laughs> so it's time for the set questions um, what is your favorite movie currently I'll just give my top three all time. Oh wow, okay. The Incredibles, mm -hmm. Nacho Libre, and The Emperor's New Groove. Somehow that none of those surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've all been mentioned. But also they feel very, like, on brand for Andrew. They're very important in the Monson That family. too. It is true. <laughs> okay, now you have to recommend something for our listeners. I would like to recommend on Disney Plus there's a show called the Mysterious Benedict Society. Mm. And it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. But it's based off the book series, which I read, and it's really good. Yeah, I feel like, because you just reread that? I don't know. Whenever I come over, I see the books out. And I, I was think like, it's because yeah, our mom was reading it. Oh, okay. So she can know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> Since it was uh, it was not all released on one day, all the episodes, she had to read oh, the book oh so she could know what happened at the end. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, good, because I there have been people in our lives that, are, that did not think it was going to be well done, but seal of approval. Mm. I don't know if it will get Sarah's approval, though. Mm. <laughs> oh, that, that's also not surprising. <laughs> I'd also like to recommend 
to, for everyone to watch the Spider-Man Tobey Maguire trilogy. Oh my gosh. What a good recommendation. Just, just to sit there and absorb all the dialogue and Dance just moves. be entertained. Oh and my then gosh. afterwards you can look up some Tobey Maguire memes. <laughs> and like on YouTube there are a bunch of funny videos and like all the comment section are just quotes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Of it. Such a niche <laughs> fan group. <laughs> And we are part of it. Alright, now the ever-controversial A&W versus Barks Root Beer. Um, so in my family I've gotten kind of a reputation for <laughs> being, um, I don't know, a connoisseur of root beer, oh you could gosh. say. <laughs> Just whenever I'm at a restaurant... I always order root beer, and there have been a couple times where I didn't order root beer, but, like, my mom said, oh, yeah, he wants root beer. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, there was one time I said to the waitress, yeah, I'll have a water, and the waitress says, oh, a root beer? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was just, okay. <laughs> Your reputation is that well-known. Well-known across the globe. Yeah, that was in Idaho. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, so, with that background, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with A&W. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. <laughs> Such but, a wrong answer. I have very strong feelings about this. <laughs> I may be biased because it starts with an A and ends with a W, just like mm, my first name. And okay. it has an AND, which is also half of my name. <laughs> so I, you know, I, like... can, I can appreciate an argument that is completely based on oneself. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a strong team bark, so I was shocked when Lauren picked this question, because I was like, wait, people don't pick barks? <laughs> we just never drank barks growing up, because it had caffeine or whatever. <laughs> so we always drank A&W, and that was like the, the only spooky... thing we would drink. Oh no, wait, that's mug. I was thinking of the bulldog. We would drink mug too, actually. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> barks is just a little bit more bitter. And mm, we yeah. are a very sugar-forward family. Okay, okay. Like, we drink straight Kool-Aid. <laughs> Mixed with soda. <laughs> it's true. Whenever I come eat at the Monsons, they're like, and here's some punch. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> with two cups of sugar in it. <laughs> very healthy. Hey, you need it every once in a while, or at every meal. All right, what childhood city would you take for a last name? Because in The Godfather, this is what happens to Vito Corleone. I'll just say uh, the Great Salt Lake. <laughs> oh my god. So my name would be Andrew the Great Salt Lake. <laughs> so when I become a mob boss, you'll know exactly where I am oh. and where not to go. Oh my gosh. I, I am so on board with this. <laughs> I did not expect you to choose that one. <laughs> of all the cities. Right? Some chosen. Californian city, but... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow, that's great. Because you did, do you remember much of California? When did, how old were you when you guys moved? Like three okay. or four. Oh, well that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Andrew, you grew up in California, but I guess you didn't. <laughs> yeah. You were born life. there. You were born there, but then you probably don't remember much of it. 
All right, now it's time for the most intense part of the podcast. Once this is over, it's a breeze from here on out. 30 questions in 30 seconds. Favorite color? Green. Best year of school? Uh, sixth grade. Favorite holiday that isn't Christmas? Uh, Thanksgiving. Favorite vegetable? Carrots. Current TV show? Um, Bad Batch. Elementary school crush? Erica. Favorite Disney movie? Uh, Incredibles. Favorite game? Um, video game? <laughs> white, Breath of the Wild. White, darker milk chocolate? Milk chocolate. What instruments do you play? Clarinet, piano, and saxophone. Past or future? Future. Favorite day of the week? Uh, Friday. Favorite planet? Saturn. Color you would dye your hair? Um, brown. <laughs> Have you seen a ghost? No. Hogwarts house? Hufflepuff. Favorite Toy Story film? Uh, Toy Story 2. Dream pet? A dog with wings. <laughs> <laughs> Language you want to learn? Spanish better. Most frequently used emoji? Uh, crying. <laughs> Favorite expletive, swear word or not? Uh, cheese boss. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> well done! Did you say cheese boss? <laughs> no, cheese boss. Cheese boss. It's in Spanish. It means oh. darn it, dang it, or shucks. Oh, according to Senior Moss. <laughs> it's a, literally translated, it means sparks. Okay. <laughs> it's like saying rats today. Sure, sure. Wow. That was that was great. Also, favorite answer was dog with wings. <laughs> <laughs> we are moving on to the main topic of the episode. We are doing the top 10 Pixar shorts. This was so hard for me. I was really struggling. <laughs> I have a lot of honorable mentions. We're going to do those at the end. We decided it's not limited to theatrical releases. So if it came out on the DVD or a Disney Plus, those count. So if we have anything that matches, we'll talk about that all at once. So giving due to subject rather than our individual lists. So we'll have Andrew go first, then myself, then Lauren. Number 10. Okay. My number 10 is Luxo Jr. Mm-hmm. An honorable mention for me. So I just thought this one's pretty fun it's very short it's very impressive how they made the lamps so expressive and that's an introduction of the famous pixar ball that's made many easter eggs mm -hmm. i think it's just overall a, a good start after there that we don't talk about no. <laughs> uh, that, that is, i don't talk about oh my gosh is andrew also anti-early pixar <laughs> um, have you recently watched them i mean they're really dank but yeah <laughs> yeah i know you have the aversion to them i didn't know if it was a a monson thing but we kind of watch them and scream all <laughs> i mean that's I'm, valid i'm sorry if it's on your list rachel <laughs> you know i think they only come up as honorable mentions so okay. we're good my number 10 is day and night it came out with toy story 3 and i have always loved this one i think it's like kind of one of the first ones that they did that was more for adults in some ways than for children and had more of a like obvious moral than some of the other ones like i feel like a lot of the early ones can have morals but they're more about like these fun lighthearted things and about the animation yeah so day and night was cool i loved how they just tell a story completely using sound and fully um and it's really creative how they were able to think about what would look different in day and night and how you would be able to like compare the two and someone who was the day and someone who was the night like try and show off um and then of course the whole fear of the unknown um, talk by Dr. Wayne Dyer is great and often pops into my mind 
Um, but so I think I would have ranked this one higher, but there's a lot of weird objectification of women in it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why it it's pretty low on my list. <laughs> Some bikini clad yeah. girls. <laughs> and just kind of like voyeuristic, but it's good. Yeah, I didn't rank that one, but we did just recently watch it and I was like, wow, this is this has a really good meaning and I hope that people took it to heart. Right, yeah. And I especially love when like they accept and then they change and they're also able to experience Mm-hmm. everything that they were like excited to see but just yeah. this acceptance of each other I did have so many questions when they switched I was like wait so they can't like they have experienced it like mm. or this is the first day of their lives but like right. they know already what the best part of their lives are like I was a little <laughs> bit <laughs> my I don't know what the word is I was having a hard time suspending my disbelief sure even Maybe. though it's about two unreal creatures <laughs> well, we don't know that it's oh. true. <laughs> maybe, maybe unless they accept each other's differences. Oh. That's the only time they can change. I like that. <laughs> that's canon. <laughs> Rachel is the voice <laughs> of Pixar now. Um, I know someone who works there, so <laughs> basically. Okay, my number 10 is Mr. Incredible and Pals. And some people maybe have never seen this before. What? Does this count as a short? Yeah, it was on the Wikipedia list of Pixar oh. shorts, and we're counting the ones from DVDs. Yes. So this is in the bonus features of The Incredibles. <laughs> um, basically, wait, I know it has an actual specific TV show that it's spoofing. Let me just pull it up quick. I've never heard of this. <laughs> you yes. might have to show it to me after. Oh, yeah, we It's will. a little dank. <laughs> I don't know if it's on Disney Plus or not. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, I've never... We'll just have to pull out the DVD. Okay, it is a spoof of the 1960s animated series Clutch Cargo. Oh, wow. And so it's a cartoon, and it's, like, pretty stationary, except for the lips. They've put on, like... They've superimposed, like, a person's lips talking. <laughs> Sounds spooky. It's really spooky, but for some reason we just watch it all the time. Like, Andrew... Um, in those first three years when we were in California, loved The Incredibles. I think it's because it came out when you were like one or I don't know when it came out. Target yeah. audience. We explored all the depths that the menu. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We would go through the entire menu many times. And so we would watch this one. But it's like actually really cute. There's like this little random bunny <laughs> named Mr. Skipperdoo. <laughs> and at the end, the villain goes. Curse you, Mr. Incredible, and curse you, Mr. Skipperdoo. She's like German or something. <laughs> and it's just wonderful. Well, this is one that I think, I mean, I was hoping that our listeners would be inspired to go watch all these Pixar shorts, but obviously this might one be should on be YouTube. the top of the list. Let me see. Wouldn't you agree, Andrew? It's special? What do you mean special? <laughs> like special to our family? Yeah, and just amazing all around. Yes. I, I didn't think about it, though. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I feel like that's more of a film than a short. It is a Pixar film. <laughs> yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay. Mr. Incredible and Pals. Oh by gosh. the Peach from the IRS. <laughs> that's a VeggieTales reference. Oh no. I regret laughing. My number nine is La Luna. Mm. Uh, and I have that one as number seven. Okay. Okay. 
This one's just really fun. It gives a lot of Luca vibes because it's, it's the same director. Okay. <laughs> and it's I think it's a really creative idea where like these people go up to the moon and like they change how it looks every night. But the reason it's not any higher is because I remember like a couple years ago. I had a traumatic experience oh. where I accidentally bought Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse on the Apple TV. <laughs> Why is that bad? Because it was like $19. Oh. It wasn't the DVD, it was just digital, mm. and my mom loves to collect DVDs. So this is true. I remember like pointing at the screen and like holding down the button, but I was going to like get out of it really fast so it didn't count, but I pressed it and it like said it bought it and then I started crying oh, no. <laughs> and then I remember they started playing La Luna <laughs> so that experience doesn't help did you ask for a refund? we didn't know you could do that <laughs> it was cause you had always watched trailers on Apple TV yeah. and yeah, accidentally pressed buy film but yeah I'll just also talk about La Luna which I ranked as 7 I think I just have this draw towards Italy and Italian I I guess it's not specifically Italian I mean they're little fishermen right um, but because of the Godfather <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I also I always just I love the moon and the stars and I loved the the glowing of the stars and I thought it was really cute and really sweet yeah the animation's really fun mm -hmm. all right my number nine is knickknack um, this is a pre-Pixar film. It came out in 1989. Um, I think Bobby McFerrin's soundtrack, score, music, whatever, makes it so enjoyable. There's a lot of physical comedy. It's so fun to watch with Bev. Like, anything that has physical comedy, she dies over, so it, like, makes it so much more enjoyable. And this one is definitely, like, from my childhood and feels very nostalgic, so had to give it a shout-out. Um, that was my number six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna have anything left <laughs> on my ranking list, because you guys just took them all. Yeah, this one's super nostalgic. Um, I remember seeing it in the theater alongside Finding Nemo, I think. Mm. Um, and oh yeah, I mean, that's, they did release it with Finding Nemo. Yeah. They yeah. made it before. And, and it has like it. the pre, there's like a, an introduction that's like, this was made way before Pixar. Right. I remember we were watching, we went and threw the DVD of Pixar Shorts last couple weeks ago in preparation, but we watched, like, the first three, and then Nick and I was like, how come this is so much better than the ones they, yeah, that came after Nick Nick? Yeah. But I think it is just kind of simple, and... Mm -hmm. And they are, like, more toy-based, or, yeah. you know, they're not trying to make these humanoid mm -hmm. spooky. <laughs> <laughs> they are spooky. <laughs> but yeah, I think the snowman's adorable, and the songs. One time, Caleb, our brother, just sent us the knick-knack song. Oh my gosh. With no context. This was, like, a couple months ago. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> we're all like, oh, this is such a good song! <laughs> I'm here for Caleb's random texts. <laughs> Always. <laughs> It, it kind of made me sad, though, at the end. As a child, I was very mm -hmm. sensitive to, I don't know, a lot of the Pixar shorts, I have these, like, leftover 
like spooky feelings about. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being terrified of some of them. Yeah. Or like deep sadness. Oh <laughs> Were you deeply sad about Nicknick? I was pretty sad oh. when he doesn't get like he gets stuck again at the end after all his hard work. Yeah, but it's just funny. <laughs> mm, it's a little bit too <laughs> too real, I don't know. <laughs> but I, it's still a favorite. It's a good one. Okay. My number eight is Lava, and um, I don't know why I like this one. It's just, I don't know, I feel like it was kind of a big thing when it came out, like people were singing it, and it's just a fun thing about two volcanoes that love each other, and the song is iconic. I think it maybe came out on my mission. Mm, so you didn't have this connection to it necessarily. Yeah, and then when I came back, everyone was obsessed with it, and I was like, this is overhyped. Yeah, yeah. It's but it is really cute, and the song does get stuck in your head pretty mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, it's a fun one to watch, for sure. Oh, and I do have a memory of watching it at Disneyland, at California Adventure. Oh. They had the Pixar Shorts. The Pixar Short Festival and, like, the big theater with yeah. the, the effects. yeah. And so that is a good memory of it. I forgot about that. My number eight is Sanjay Super Team. Mm-hmm. This is came out with The Good Dinosaur, so I don't feel like a lot of people saw it, because I don't think a lot of people went to see The Good Dinosaur. But it's definitely one worth checking out. It's on Disney+. Plus. I just immediately loved this when it came out, and it's not one I watch a ton, but it's one that's really stuck with me. I love that old versus new, the and like the parent-child reconciliation, and also like, old tradition and, like, Hindu religion with the new superhero and, like, the things that the child is interested in. It's got such a cool animation, this blend of not only different styles of animation, but different modes, like, there's computer, like, 3D, and then there's also the, like, 2D superhero style going on as well. Um, the music and sound is just masterfully done. Like, I just feel like it really pulls you in, and yeah, I just was always really struck by this one and the little kid is so cute <laughs> yeah we just watched this for the first time a couple weeks ago when we were watching all of them yeah and oh i love that it's based on a true story mm-hmm. yeah and that he created this short based on his own life yes I his own experience that. and like the pictures at the end are mm-hmm. so cute mm-hmm. and and they are like it it draws you in and you're like scared of the villain <laughs> and i don't know it's well done it's pretty spooky <laughs> see my number seven is partly cloudy and was this one with Up? Yep. I feel like I remember seeing this, and I don't know, I just thought it was really fun that the clouds made baby animals. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't know, it's it's funny to when the stork gets all the dangerous things, and, like, the cloud tries to help him, but... And then <laughs> he gets depressed, but then it turns out okay. <laughs> Uh, this is one of my honorable mentions. My brother-in-law, Ryan Winterton, has the best reactions to it whenever he watches it. I feel like he forgets about it, and then we'll watch it again, and he just, like, busts up laughing. And also, we'll just, like, recreate the noises, like, when the clouds laugh. He like, does such a good job. It's so funny. So it just reminds me of him. I wanted to put it in my list, but... Um, this was my number eight. Oh, no! So oh I guess I'm not taking another turn. <laughs> No, you're just taking your turn early. Mm, okay. I, I just think this one's adorable. It's another one that has some leftover deep sadness. <laughs> oh, no! 
I don't know why. I think I was just so hurt for the cloud when he goes to the other. Oh, I just felt. It's a misunderstanding. Like, he's not leaving him, but he doesn't communicate that. And so the cloud is so devastated. It's like, no! (laughs) He's coming back. It's okay. I hate miscommunication. But my favorite part is when he's looking up and he sees the other clouds. (laughs) And, like, she's popping out little baby ducklings. And I'm like, poof, poof, poof. And they're all laughing and they're just so joyful. Uh, I think some of the injuries also made me very deeply sad. (laughs) (laughs) But it is adorable. And I love the idea. I think creating these things out of clouds is so cute. (laughs) It is great. Okay, my number seven is Burrow. This one came out with Soul though it's technically a spark short because Soul wasn't released in theaters. But I loved the 2D element of it, like going back to a simpler form of animation. And it's just so adorable! Like the little bunny and all of its reactions and emotions it expresses are so cute. And the other animals too. It's got a great rewatch value. Like I kept watching it with people over and over again. I'm like, have you seen Burrow? Let's put it on! (laughs) I think it was like soul revealing at the time of just learning to trust others and not be afraid to ask for help so. <laughs> this is one that our mom said when she watched she's like oh i hate that one oh <laughs> why i think because she's just really disturbed that all his plans went awry oh. or something she was like oh that's a dumb short <laughs> no it's so cute so we have not watched it very often oh my gosh i love it because i love when it like goes to the big badger and it's like mm-hmm. I need help but I've done this and I feel so bad and then like everyone's running and then they all help it build its dream house at the end and they make it better it yes. did so give me it, oh go ahead the tunnel sequence seemed like Fantastic Mr. Fox mm. if that's what you're gonna say yeah I was gonna say that but I could tell you were gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that's another you didn't list that in your top three right no Burrow? that's no 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 Fantastic Mr. Oh, Fox no. wasn't in your top three. That's another monster movie, as we discussed before. Mm-hmm. My number six is One Man Band. Mm. <gasps> wow, now I can finally talk about my number nine. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is, it was on the our Pixar DVD collection, so it has a lot of nostalgia, mm. nostalgic value for me. It's just, I really like the music and how they match the animation with it and like it's a bop oh my gosh (laughs) yeah when the violin guy starts up it's like oh can i just get the track for this violin man's first song not as much as when he gets a little more intense just the opening (laughs) so good just get up and dance oh my gosh this one I don't frequent very often. Don't particularly enjoy it, but it is fun how they have like the different parts of the orchestra mm-hmm. battling each other. It's it's clever. It's well done. But yeah, I think it's mostly nostalgia for us. <laughs> That's another one that when Andrew's crying, we just put it on, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh, music." My number six was Bow. Uh, I knew you were gonna put and it I on. I knew neither of you would. <laughs> well, this one is my number five. Oh, it is. You did. Put Andrew, I'm so proud. It came out with Incredibles 2. People did not like it. Like, I don't think you liked it. And I loved it from the first viewing. It's got a great score. Like, this is one of the shorts that I've bought the score for. 
Yeah, the music's really good. It's funny. It's great storytelling. The animation's really well done. The sight gags are really funny. And just the idea of, like, doing things that you regret bitterly and how do you deal with that? And can you, like, meet this acceptance and compromise? And what does love look like on a parent-child level when the child doesn't always do what you expect them to do? So. Yeah, I feel like this short is one of the more, like, most emotional all the shorts. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of them are just, like you said earlier, they're just happy-go-lucky. Yeah, whimsical, lighthearted. I do really like the opening scene where she's making the dumpling. I love that. I love animation of people making food. I don't know why. (laughs) I think I was just super freaked out when she ate her baby. (laughs) I was like, ah! And then it went black. Yeah! I was like, no, you don't eat that! That's alive! (laughs) She murdered it! Anyways, I know it was just symbolic, but I couldn't get past that. Andrew, did you have anything else you want to add? I really like the animation style, where, like, the furniture and stuff looks very mm-hmm. toy-like, kind of, mm-hmm. and the, the dad's always watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Mr. Incredible. Oh my um. gosh. Then it's time for the sponsor story. Andrew. I've had a couple different thoughts about sponsor stories, so I don't know if I'm going to do multiple or oh just one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but you can do multiple. Okay. The first but sponsor, also, we're going to have to have you back on the podcast at some mm, future date, so keep that in mind. I'll just talk about this one since you already mentioned it, but it's sponsored by Deb's Pet Vulture. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm not sure what its name is, but <laughs> I, I remember she just had it on her shoulder. <laughs> so, at Lauren's bang party, as we were talking about, I was the bartender, I guess. And I sat down on a tiny little table, and we had root beer and cream soda. It was iconic. And they were all in the living room playing bang, and I was just sitting over there playing on my phone. <laughs> Andrew wasn't invited to the actual party. Oh my gosh, sad. <laughs> he was just a cast member. <laughs> you know, just for effect, for the atmosphere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this was my 23rd birthday party. Yeah, and Bang is my favorite board game, so I wanted to play it. And we had done, like, a dress-up Bang party before, and I loved it. (laughs) So I wanted to do it for my birthday. And we had it at my house, and my mom was like, oh, Andrew can be the bartender. And she, like, got him the whole outfit, and and we made him sit in back. (laughs) That was also the evening when Elizabeth spiked her drink with margarita mix. When I was gone, she put her margarita mix in my root beer. And then I drank it, and I was like, this isn't my drink. (laughs) I'm drinking somebody else's. I had a panic. I was like, I just drank someone else's drink. I had a panic. (laughs) But yeah, Andrew had a mustache and a fancy outfit. Like A little polo tie. Yeah, I did his job well. Maybe it was just a ribbon tie. Yeah, I think it was just a ribbon. And Jasper wore a ribbon tie, too. No, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I think we just put it on for a second. <laughs> that makes didn't sense. like it. Okay, and then our other sponsor is Santiago. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is good. I, need, I wanted you to talk about this. Okay, so when... I don't remember if Lauren was... I think Lauren was in college when my brother James and me, we 
found these weird videos on YouTube. Oh my gosh. They're like parodies of like SpongeBob and the Lorax and stuff <laughs> like that. And they're like really weird, unsettling animations. <laughs> yeah, unsettling is a good word for it. And then like there, are, there's always like shooting involved. Or, like <laughs> what? Yeah, they're horrifying. Oh Someone always dies. Like the Lorax is shooting people for <laughs> <laughs> cutting down <the> trees. <laughs> and then like at the end, there's always a reoccurring thing where the character that's like alive gets shot and then there's this other bald bearded man that comes up and he says Santiago <laughs> and is this the origin of the breathing talking yeah oh my gosh so James and I figured out how to talk like that <laughs> it's because it's like this weird com- computer animated voice like computer generated voice yeah, this, it might also be because, like, I got a game on my DS called Tomodachi Life where they have computer voices and you can change, like, how oh high and their inflection and stuff, and some some of our characters talk really weird. <laughs> we would imitate them. Yeah. And then Lauren kind of started talking like that, and then I think I heard Rachel start <laughs> talking like that, and I was like, okay. <laughs> And then, like, everyone in the friend group started talking about like that. Oh my and gosh. our dads sometimes <laughs> talked like that. We should bring him out for that. <laughs> when it, it's funny because when James, James used to always oh talk gosh. like that, and my dad hated it. Oh. And he'd be like, don't talk like that! <laughs> and now he does it sometimes, and it makes me laugh so oh hard. Oh my gosh. And then he's like, what's so funny? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> It is legendary. It really has spread so far. Like, mm-hmm. my, some of my family members do it, and it's true. The friend group has adopted it. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of contagious. It is. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't realized, Brandis now. Santiago. <laughs> you talk while breathing inwards. Somehow you can do it, too. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. <laughs> There is a Rhett and Link episode where they're talking to bees. And bees don't like carbon dioxide. So they try to talk inwards. (laughs) And when we made that discovery, we were like, oh, Andrew did it first. (laughs) What an icon. Thank you for that sponsor story. Oh, yeah. I'm so upset. Santiago's. What's the word? Sponsored us. Oh, my gosh. I hate him. My number four is Kitbull. Uh, okay. I don't have that one. <gasps> I have that one. It's my number five. So you oh, can okay, go ahead good. and start talking about it. Okay, Kitbull is a spark short. So at first I didn't know it was Pixar, but I guess it was a project within Pixar that animators made mm-hmm. a few different shorts. But the first time I watched this, I, I remember I was sitting on my bed at Brownstone, actually laying down on my bed watching it like this. <laughs> just like with my head on the pillow watching it sideways and watching it and just tears running down one of my eyes (laughs) into my pillow it's just so cute the the little kitten and the little dog are so cute and it is it is really sad which would have put me off as a child Mm -hmm. but as an adult i think i'm a little bit more in tune with my emotions maybe 
and, or I know that it's okay to be sad, and so, I don't know, and it has a really good ending, too, it's, and it just makes you feel so good at the end, and raises awareness for animal abuse, and, like, a, adopting animals, and it's just so good, just sent from heaven. From stuffed animal abuse. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, well, we do give stuffed animals to our dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Kibble was my number five. Um, I love the animation in this. It's another one that is, feels very different than what Pixar usually does, which is why I think initially we thought it was a Disney mm-hmm. short and not a Pixar short. But I cry every single time I watch it. The score is so good. This is another one that has an excellent score to it. Um... And it is beautiful, and I just love what it it teaches about kindness, that when you meet people or animals with kindness, then they respond positively to that. And it's primarily about animals, but obviously you can extend that to people. But what I especially love is that it's about a pit bull, which they have a very bad reputation for just being aggressive and having that being bred into them when in reality it's just how they're treated and... Most pit bulls that are mean have been abused or trained to be that way, and um, there's so many pit bulls that end up in the Humane Society, where I volunteered for a good number of years, and just, they are really sweet dogs, and there's nothing wrong with them, so I love the awareness it brought for pit bulls specifically as well, so, good short. If you haven't watched it, bring tissues and go watch it. <laughs> yeah, my number four is Piper. Mm. Is that on yours, Lauren? Yes. <laughs> So, this one is just super cute. It's about a baby bird that's running along the beach trying to stick its head in the ground and get clams. But it gets washed away and it's all shook. (laughs) But then it finds hermit crabs and it turns out okay. And they teach it how to hide in the sand. Um, yeah, this was my number three. Mm. Um, I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think the waves and the way that water is animated, so beautiful, and the birds, the mom is so elegant. The most, <laughs> the most lovely bird mom I've ever seen. Um, and just so sweet and encouraging to her little baby. And the tiny hermit crab is my favorite oh, part! He's so little! And so brave! Um... But yeah, I did feel a little bit upset at the end when she had picked up, like, <laughs> 60 clams, and nobody was going to eat that. <laughs> she just, like, murdered all the clams. <laughs> Maybe they weren't dead. Maybe she just displaced them, and they were going to find their way back to the ocean after she went to bed. But, um, well, I'm assuming it, I'm saying it's a girl, because... <laughs> Piper? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a girl name. Yeah, I think so. Um, Did it remind you of Animal Crossing when there are little squirts in the sand? Yeah, and the Animal Crossing came after after Piper. Mm -hmm. Well, New New Horizons came after Piper. So they got their inspiration from Piper, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just think it's adorable. And it, oh, this is another one we watched at Disney and California Adventure. And it did have all, like, the surround sound. And, and the water would spurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so pretty. The little sandpipers. This was just an honorable mention for me. So, I, I, It is very beautifully animated, and 
my hatch nieces love it. So had to give it a shout out for them. Cute. Um, I have four left. So everybody else. They have three. Yeah, so I only have three. Okay. Actually, uh, I only have. Oh yeah, I have three. My number four is Party Source Rex. This, uh, we love the Toy Story shorts at the Felt household. Um, we went through a phase, much like Andrew, <laughs> where when Hadley was over um, on Tuesday and Wednesday nights when um, Ryan Hatch was working, Becky would bring the girls over, and for a while it was just Hadley, and we would just watch all the Pixar shorts. <laughs> and the Toy Story ones are always the ones that I'd be like doing homework and I'd be like, I can take a break. <laughs> so um, I didn't want to put all the Toy Story ones in the list, so this is kind of the representative. Um, this one came out with Finding Nemo 3D, so... Oh! Yeah, watch out. <laughs> the animation's beautifully done, uh, and it's just so quotable. <laughs> There's... Have you guys seen it? I watched it with you, Okay. <laughs> we love it. We seriously quote it all the time. Have you seen it, Andrew? Probably. Oh my gosh, it's a great one. But I think the characters that they introduce are very fun, and there's a part where... <laughs> there's these toys that have sunk to the bottom during the big bath party and they go oh the floaters have all the fun and then some <laughs> fish has fallen down and he just goes what up fishes and Deb and I quote that all the time <laughs> <laughs> so it's very iconic we love it party source Rex cute <laughs> I think yeah all a lot of the new ones that came out like more recently, I feel like aren't on my list because there's not as much nostalgia mm -hmm. for for us at least, I think. Because yeah. we mostly just watched that, that original DVD. Pixar DVD. <laughs> Pixar <laughs> sure. DVD over and over again. But yeah, Toy Story is always a good time. My number two is For the Birds. That's my number three. That's my number two. Okay, oh. good. No one's number one. This one is just hilarious. <laughs> Like, every time I watch it, I'm just in stitches. It's so cute, <laughs> the little birds. And it's such a fun idea, because you always see all these birds on the line, just like, what are they even doing? Mm -hmm. And so it's hilarious to think, oh, they're just quarreling and chirping at each other, and then the big bird is just so, so sweet. Just such a sweet spirit. And <laughs> just so oblivious, and I wish that I was like that, that, like, yeah, maybe people are making fun of you, but who cares? Yeah. Like, just having a good time. <laughs> making the best of all situations. There is a little bit of trauma when they all get their feathers taken off. That was a little traumatic yeah. as a child. Um, and they're naked, too, which as a child, that's like... It was a little offensive. That's really scary yeah. and offensive. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, I wouldn't want to be naked. Like, <laughs> so there's a little of trauma, but this is when I think... James, when James was a baby, whenever he would cry, we'd turn this one on. Oh my gosh. So this is one that is very, like, I think I have all the sounds, like, ingrained into my mind. <laughs> yes. Um, it is a favorite. Yeah, and this is Jasper's favorite. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> the birds are just squeaky toys. <laughs> I do have a video, maybe I'll post it, of yes. Jasper just glued to the TV. Oh my like, gosh. Where is that noise coming from? <laughs> oh. Did you have anything you wanted to add? It's just pure joy, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Just the tiny birds chirping. 
Yes, it's so good. It's and when I was doing this and like the ones that came into my top three, only more top two, I was like, these aren't as deep as some of the other ones I put on my list. And so it's definitely nostalgia, but at the same time, it's like got an anti-bullying message yeah. to it and acceptance of yourself mm-hmm. and others. And um, I love it when they like when he first comes. And they, like, do these side-eyes to each other and, like, start gossiping. <laughs> and then when they, like, start chanting, too. <laughs> so, and then, of course, we have to give a shout-out to Spencer Ebert, who is legendary for being able to recreate the main bird's sounds and, and noises. you know, he kind of reminds me of the bird anyways. <laughs> he's Just because he's so tall and lanky. And he doesn't fit in. And he's <laughs> obnoxious. And, and everyone just makes fun of him behind his back. <laughs> we chant to beat him up. <laughs> and he just goes along with it so happy. No, mostly it's the sound and just, like, the fact that he's way taller than the rest of our friends. Yes, yes. Spencer, we love you. He doesn't listen anyway, it's fine. Oh. <laughs> okay. Everyone have two left? Why don't you guys go ahead and talk about... You can start. Okay, my number one is Bounden. Mm-hmm. The short that one was The Incredibles. So it's not a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> this one is just... I would always want to watch it. We just have it on repeat. Yeah, it was Andrew's comfort... Uh, what's the word? Movie, short, just comfort Blanket. item. Like <laughs> whenever, <laughs> whenever you were, yes, it fed your soul. Whenever you were in a, any way upset, we were like, turn on bounded. <laughs> the binky. Yeah. And it has a good message about like resilience and self confidence and accepting who you are. Um. Yeah. This was also my number one. I think it is mostly yeah nostalgia this is this is our most watched short um the song is adorable the whole thing is bud lucky is legendary in the pixar world um and he does all the little voices he does the sheep's voice which is hilarious he like tries to be his voice gets so high (laughs) for the sheep um but yeah i don't know the jackalope is such a godly figure like I wish I had a jackalope in my life that would come and pick me up and teach me how to get over the hard stuff and and then I mean he is kind of a symbol for Jesus (laughs) 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 and we always Jesus (laughs) oh we always whenever someone says the word pink someone goes what's wrong with pink (laughs) Mostly my dad. Oh my gosh. It really is such a Monson favorite across the it board. It is. I'm pretty sure. No, I think my mom would say the birds is her favorite for mm. the birds. Um, but yeah, my dad's favorite is Bounded for sure. I remember trying to lift a leg up and slam it on down. Oh. <laughs> and it that didn't work. So yeah, cute. we all did that, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh. We would gosh. just run around the living room. <laughs> the stilted run. <laughs> I think eventually we just start jumping. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. I remember being kind of scared of the part when he gets taken away, though, and sheared. Yeah, that's a little traumatic. And when everyone's laughing at him because he's naked, again. Oh my gosh. The naked trauma. So much. Rated R for nudity. (laughs) I knew this was a Monson favorite, and I almost didn't put it on my list because I'm like, they're going to talk about it. And then I would watch the very beginning of each 
short, and as soon as I heard the first notes, I was like, oh, I have to put it's it on so my good. list. It's so good. So it was number three on mine. Um, the music, as you guys have said, is really great. The message and the rain animation is something mm. that I like has stood out for always when like you start to see it appear and then suddenly everything's wet. And the puddle. Yeah. The reflection in the puddle. Yeah. And it is very meaningful. I think I would often get teary watching it, thinking about like trying to be brave and, and be yourself even when people put you down. And then also trying to be a jackalope for other people. Mm-hmm. That's something like Whenever he's like, what's the, I know you guys haven't memorized, so it's like the last line's like, aren't we glad there's, we live. So nice to know there are jackalopes around. There it is. I shouldn't have even attempted. (laughs) (laughs) But just like thinking about, oh, who are the jackalopes in my life and how can I be that for other people? So, a great one. Such a good one. My number one was, of course, Jerry's Game, which was your number. Number two. Number two, and Lauren's number five. Number five. Lauren, so low! Um, I mean, not a surprise, it's with Bugs Life, so it's one that I often watched as a child, and it is just the first one I think of. It's so iconic when you say, like, Pixar shorts, it's Jerry's Game, that's the first one. It's very nostalgic, so clever, it always makes me laugh. It's kind of ironic that I love it so much, because I... I'm so scared of old people. And he is a pretty freaky old person. <laughs> this was not before Pixar figured out how to animate. I mean, I, it's good they did old person. Yeah. I love his, like, old fingers, too, though. Like, the way they look so <laughs> plasticky. And, like, I'm, I don't know. It's so good. Um, but the storytelling without words is very well done. And there's a lot of humor in it. And I don't know. It's like, he has he gone insane? Or is he just brilliant and being able to entertain himself and trying to find that creativity and it's just so entertaining every time I watch it I'm always like so great and I feel like I can quote sounds but like not on command it's like they just come up in real life (laughs) you know and I do have to say he's probably well I guess Tin Toy does show up in a lot of the actual Uh Pixar movies but Mm -hmm. he has like a pretty big role in an actual Pixar film Toy Story 2 so for the that's deep fans. a really good scene too. It is the music. Yes, the cleaner, always. Yeah, this one is just classic, straight out of the depths of my brain. Like one of the first things I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was a little confused about it by as a child. Mm. I remember being like, "Why are there two of the same guys?" <laughs> like I did not get it. And then at the end, when he's sitting there with his teeth, I'm like, ew. Yeah, that and when he turns of a heart attack oh freaked me out. <laughs> but it is just like, yeah, so nostalgic, so iconic, very important in the animation world, yes. I think. Ah. Uh-uh. Ah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> anything to add? It's a classic. <laughs> That's all things we said. Well, I told you guys I have hecka honorable mentions. So oh, wow. Does anybody else have anything they want to say before I jump into my 15? Oh. Oh my gosh. I have three. I have two. Okay, I will do half and then we can do go to you guys so it's not just constantly me. Sorry, okay. listeners. Um, and some of them, I'm going to go quick. I did have to give a shout out to Andre and Wally B because Lauren hates it so much. And it's the first one. 
Yeah, the first time I watched this, I was actually terrified. Like, I actually felt fear in my heart. It was, it's just so scary. And the bee has this horrible, evil grin. It's just horrifying. Straight out of a horror Well, film. they're both horrifying. Oh, Yeah, Wally Bee's pretty. And, Andre is kind of... Oh, Wally Bee's the Andre bully. He's the Wally bee. bee. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it, wait to watch it with Lauren, but then it'll never happen because she'll never watch it again. Oh, I think the worst part is it, like, cuts, and then it goes to the credits, and it's like, like this horrible video game organ music. It totally so bit. Yes. So jarring. For some reason, it just jarred me so much. I was like, ha! I never want to watch this again. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's not one that is, like, very enjoyable to watch, but I think I was always like, look at this historical piece. And then whenever, I don't remember why how it came up but somehow i found out lauren absolutely hated it and so i would send her like gifts of it and find references to it in other movies and send them to her any chance i got so i did we mentioned piper i also said lou um i said that one oh okay i'll let you speak more on it um again for the hatches touched my heart so much (laughs) so cute um, Heavy Metal Mater. I didn't go into the Cars <laughs> tunes as much, but that one I watched, like, a year ago with, with I, I don't remember who, which grandchild was watching it, but Biz was also there. And Mater just sings Dad Gum and, like, all these different types of music. And so he's up on the stage and he's just like, Dad Gum, Dad Gum! And for what, I don't know why, but it killed us. Like, <laughs> it's so great. Then the other Toy Story ones that I love, Hawaiian Vacation and Small Fry. Okay, I had Presto as an honorable mention. Mm. I think the magic is really fun. Um, very concerned about his injuries. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always so sad about the bunny not getting his carrot. Oh my gosh, talk about end. trauma. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just give him the carrot. It's again, miscommunication, because mm-hmm. he's like, he's he didn't get the carrot, and I think the guy didn't realize that. Oh, because he's short on time, and right. so he just grabs the bunny. Anyways, I do, I love the hat, and I think it's funny, like, the way they manipulate the hat. Anyways, that's my honorable mention. <laughs> when the banjo comes out, it's always Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of mine, like Rachel said, was Lou, and I don't know, I just really liked this one with this creature living in the lost and found and he's kind of scary but (laughs) there's the bully kid that learns to help everyone out and in the process like kills the monster i guess (laughs) but he returns because the monster is made out of lost and found stuff if you haven't seen it and it's it's kind of, it's touching when like you see the like person with the red sweater that was his body and it's like wearing his body. It's very took a turn. Oh, it's very well done. I do like how Lou is the letters from Lost mm-hmm. and Found. Yeah. And Andrew likes the DS. Yeah, there's a DS. There's an Nintendo DS that's but it's not. Part of the, part oh, of the I was like, they made a game based on a short. <laughs> <laughs> no, Angel's always like, there's a Nintendo DS. Oh my, my gosh, amazing! <laughs> yeah, it is a little spooky for me. <laughs> I didn't think you liked it that much. <laughs> mm. 
Um, let's see. Blue Umbrella. This is one that I think, like, the animation... It's a little bit good dinosaur-y, where it's like, whoa, what they're able to do visually is amazing, but the story's kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But also, great score. I love the music, and whenever it comes on shuffle, Deb is always like, oh, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> um... I also did Forky Asks a Question. Oh, I didn't do any of those. The What No, specifically, the, the episode with the mug. Do you guys, did you guys watch Forky Asks Yeah, Question? I watched them with you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we would watch them together when they came out. We'd wait and watch them together. Oh. I think I probably watched them the show first. <laughs> it's because I not. didn't have Disney+. Plus. That's so. right. I let you use it illegally, but you were too pure of heart to use it. Um... Yes, that's right, now I'm remembering. But my family especially loves that one. So I had to give a shout-out. Um, and uh, I feel like maybe one of you will talk about this one. So, Lauren, you can do your last one. Um, <laughs> well, I do just want to mention my favorite. Forky asked a question. I have to mention it because Forky is one of my favorite people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a real-life person. <laughs> um, that's why I liked Mysterious Benedict Society, because it's Tony, Tony Hale. Hale. That's the only reason I liked it, to be honest. <laughs> and he'd make these noises, and I'd be like, Forky! <laughs> um, it's the first one, I think, What is Money? And he sees mm. the George Washington quote oh, and yeah. says, What a lady! Or something. That's right. <laughs> that, that got me. Oh my gosh, that's right. I did make you watch them. Now I remember. Wow, remembering. Yes. With Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Um, my other honorable mention is Mater in the Ghost Light. Oh my gosh. Because this was on the Pixar DVD, Pixar short DVD. And I love the song. Behind the clouds, <laughs> the sun is shining. I'm usually, I do not like country music, but this song is such a jam. And there are a few, oh, <laughs> there's a little lightning bug. Ah, he's so cute. He's, he's not a bug, he's a car. Yeah, and he, he goes up to meet her and then he does his blinker and goes, dee, 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 dee. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much love. Okay, my other honorable mentions are Knickknack, which we already kind of talked about, and Tin Toy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although it has um, kind of an uh, unforgettable baby. Oh my gosh, nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know, I just remember watching it as a kid and, uh, did this come before Toy Story? Mm-hmm. Okay. So like that and Knickknack. Probably were inspiration, probably. Yeah, because I think it was Aunt Andre and Wally B, uh, Tin Toy, Red's Dream, which is oh. so oh, man. disturbing. Oh man, if you think has... Andre and Wally B is disturbing. <laughs> Red Dream is so much worse. It's ending, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's like so depressing. Bad. It is. It's not good. And Knick Knack. I think all of those are the ones that came out before Toy Story. And Luxo Jr., probably. That's right. Uh, I should have put Tin Toy as an honorable mention because I do remember watching that one. And I think back then the baby was not quite so horrifying (laughs) because there was nothing better than that. That was just how animation was. Right. But watching it now, it's like, oh my gosh, what is that dinosaur? (laughs) Especially when it's in the, like, cellophane. Yeah. (laughs) And it's distorted even more. But it is a cute, cute story. Um... Jack Jack Attack. I'm surprised neither of you mentioned oh, yeah. that one. Yeah, I 
had that, but then I got confused because I thought you were just doing Pixar or something. I got confused! (laughs) (laughs) But that's a classic and one that Lauren quoted a lot when we lived together, at least. So. Yeah, that's one of the ones where you have the sounds memorizers like (laughs) triangle, Ah, (laughs) house, (laughs) and then it's like campfire. And Kari's whole yes, every sound she says. Kari with a K, and it's like I don't even remember what she says, but she's iconic. Love her. Then I do really like the Spark Shorts, and my favorites are Out, Pearl, Float, and Loop, and they just give space for some important topics, and they're well done. And there's two more coming. At the time of this recording, they're not released yet. In September. But by the time this comes out, they'll probably be released, so go watch them if you haven't. One other audible mention is Mike's new car. This one is especially a shout out to Deb because she loves it and the uh, physical comedy, and she will always quote it. It's like we released a panther. But my personal favorite is when the car is like freaking out and it zooms out to that overhead shot and there's a monster walking down the street and then it sees the car and then like runs away. (laughs) It's the best. Andrew is saying that he uh, was always afraid of Mike getting stuck in the engine. Yeah, I, that was one moment where I could, like, feel, like, a <laughs> physical pain. Yeah, Sympathy like, I feel like, ugh, no, Mike. <laughs> Almost like a, actually, in Monsters, Inc., when he shows his hands with all the splinters Aww. and the band-aids, I'd be like, ugh. But I just, I love when, like, the music comes on mm-hmm. and the Mooney breaks the rearview mirror. It's a great one. Oh man, it was too stressful we, for me. The reason I remembered it is because we watched that one with commentary, and it's like the animators' kids who comment on it, and oh, they're cute. so cute. They're like, "I hate this part." Like, <laughs> it's so cute. Same kid. <laughs> so yeah, any any parting thoughts or words? Pixar shorts. How oh, they really? have, how they have formed us as human beings. <laughs> we look forward to many to come. Yes. It's true. It's always a... I feel like I always forget about it until I'm in the theater or, like, about to watch the movie, and I'm like, oh, wait, it's Pixar. There's gonna be a short. And it's always disappointing when they don't have one. Yeah. Or when it's, it's just, like, Olaf's lost Frozen, Frozen Adventure. Right, Coco. That's right. Because I was like, there's been a couple that don't have any, but... Well, Andrew, it's been a pleasure. I'm so happy we made this happen. It's been a pleasure I'll to be guest. Oops, that's from Wallace and Gromit. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know. Wow. All right. I took the words right out of my mouth, PJ. I'm talking very far away now. (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) Um. Lauren, do you want to go first? Yeah. (laughs) I want to introduce one. Okay, my number five is Jerry's Game. That's my number That's two. That's my number one, so you actually can't talk about no! it. No! <laughs> so, <just do> <laughs> so just do your number four. Jisper. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> How dare you. You say my name. You dare besmirch my name. 